1: Hello again, Foxborough friends and Pats pals. We welcome you to the latest and hopefully greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of Weei Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, we're feeling a little more football today because myself at Fitzy GFY, Andy Hart at Jumbo Hart, and all of Patriots Nation, the NFL, and the world Got some great news just a couple hours prior to recording today. You may have very well heard the updates on Bills safety. DeMar Hamlin, who was injured, of course, Monday night at Paycor Stadium in the Bills-Bengals game uh, that was suspended. And as we found out earlier today, absolutely will not be replayed. We'll get to exactly how they're going to handle that and what the ramifications of that game not being played will have on the playoffs, conference seating and more. But first and foremost, the most important thing, the update everyone has been hoping and praying for for the last several days. Tamar Hamlin is responsive. Uh, he is breathing on his own. He has actually communicated with doctors over the last 24 hours. He hasn't been able to do so verbally because he still has a breathing tube in, but he's been able to actually write down thoughts and questions which included asking the doctors uh, and this is my favorite thing thus far, Andy, Damar Hamlin asked the doctors who won the game. When you are able to generate a football guy thought that means you are traveling down the road to recovery and that doesn't make everything. Okay. We can't just say like, okay, all right. Everything He see guys. See, he's going to be fine. Everything's good. We're all good. Now let's get back to just crack it into each other and seeing what happens for spectator sport, gladiator fun and whatnot. Like, it's still very scary. He's not fully out of the woods, but the fact that they're indicating that cognitive function seems to be intact and that the heart is beating and he's, he's recovering. uh, It's great for all of us. And especially um, i I hope it provides a huge sigh of relief to his teammates who just
2: must have had a horrendous week. Well, the thing I like is for all those people that says like, who cares about the game? Mm -hmm. The guy almost died. Like literally. Yeah. These are football guys, and, and and Mac said that, Mac Jones, in his press conference today that you see what a competitor is. But these these guys play football because they love it. I know sometimes we get caught up in the money and the it's a way out, and that's all true. That is absolutely all true. Uh-huh. But at the core, most of these guys who make it can't fake it. They uh-huh. make it because they love it. The same reason Tom Brady's still playing, the same reason – Matthew Slater and Daron Harmon and these guys that have money in the bank and have families, and if they were erring on the side of health and safety, would no longer be they love the game of football. And for him to to come to and, and ask that question, I think is is an insight into what people who don't know football will never understand. Like that's probably idiotic for some people. The question should have been. Where's my mom? Where's my brother? Where's my dad? Like, well, but no, the, the that tells you how important football is to people in football. So, I, I thought that was really cool, and it's obviously a great sign for his recovery. I oh, did so Matt, make- so that
1: means he knows Andy. That means that when his cognitive function was last in, te- excuse me, when he was last aware or alert, he was playing a football game, and then obviously the lights went out. Thank God, temporarily, but he remembers being there in the game it's not sort of like one of those things where he just like, what happened? Like, where, where am I? What's going on? Like he, like he's been brought around and he asked how the football game went. Like that's, that's wild. And if you listen to uh, earlier this week, Mike Tomlin, about about, uh, you know, journey and getting to know him in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, obviously people have done a deep dive on some of his videos, his foundation, which what might be at $8 million now and more from the GoFundMe page and the generosity of, so many football players, owners, and fans that are listening to this podcast right now. It's truly remarkable. Um, truly, just truly, truly remarkable. And yeah, it, it, it means a lot to him. It does. And so it's not just like, Oh, what the hell with football? Like ah, football means a lot. to. Him. I know it's, I know it's a gladiator sport. I know it's rough. It's violent. Um, it's really violent. It's really intense. And to some people it's really important.
2: Um, And the reason he is able to do that, and this is a name that I think it's important for people to know, Albert Breer was the first that I saw, um, reported this. Denny Kellington was mm-hmm. the assistant athletic trainer for the Bills who was administering CPR to Damar Hamlin. They estimate that CPR was begun uh, less than a minute after cardiac arrest had set in, and that is why. Uh, You know, you heard all those reports that this, you know, was one of the better places to have this happen because of the medical personnel and the trained personnel and the people with proper training in place. And people scoffed at that initially first, too. Like,
1: what do you mean on a football field's a good place? Like, there's all of that equipment.
2: We've learned enough people are stupid and react idiotically and emotionally in stressful situations. And I don't I understand that that's part of it. But Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of the downside of twitter and social media and instant access and ability to share your idiotic thoughts with others um that's been an unfortunate byproduct of this event but Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know that we can say enough denny kellington bears assist i mean bill's assistant Mm -hmm. athletic trainer um but you know it was interesting today to hear bill belichick talk and we all know that when bill Doesn't want to talk about something. He generally picks a phrase day by day onto the Cincinnati, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, he did it today in a different way in that his phrase was everybody's doing the best that they can. And he said that encompasses us, that encompasses the bills, that encompasses medical personnel, the league, any question you want to ask. This is somewhat uncharted waters. Everyone's doing the best that they can. And, you know, he emphasized within his own team, everybody deals with this differently. And his team is just a ancillary byproduct, you know, part of the league, like not even mm-hmm. directly connected. So, um, you know, I think sometimes we bristle when Bill uses the one phrase response to things. But today I thought it was appropriate because I do believe everybody's doing the best they can. Like, there's no dot, 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 do this, then this. This is how we handle it when a player goes into cardiac arrest in a really important football game that has ramifications for all the playoffs and the number one seed is wiped out on a Monday. And what, like, no, no, no. You kind of fly by the seat of your pants. You do what you think's right. You do what you think is appropriate. The Bills do that. You know, it's a little bit like Zach Taylor sharing that on the field, Sean McDermott said, I need to go to the hospital with him. Like, that's where I need to be. I can't be here coaching a football game. And that obviously set into effect the... The snowball that was the game wasn't obviously going to be played, right? But Everybody's doing the best that they can. And I think even, you know, I said it to you when we did our earlier podcast this week. I don't know if Booger McFarlane and Adam Schefter and Susie Culber did a good job. I think they did the best they could. And then yep. that's the reality of this type of situation. So I thought it was interesting that Bill chose to handle it kind of that way.
1: People plan for the war game, if you will, for all of these different <clears throat> different. Excuse me, scenarios and situations. Uh, what happens if we lose power? What happens if there's uh, an act of God? What happens if there's a terrorist attack? And they, God forbid, and they, they have all these plans and emergency situations that they have that they hope to never set in place. And while there's no blueprint, like you said, they don't have like a handbook at 345 Park Avenue that says, if a player might die or dies on the field, how do we handle things? at least there was okay, trainers, medical staff, and personnel. If somebody were to need to be resuscitated, if someone were to have a cardiac incident, here's what to do, because that training came in line, uh, came came to need, and in the line of duty, like you said, that man Danny Kellington saved, literally saved someone's life the other night, which is just, when you say heroes work, or that's you know doing something beyond the call, beyond the pale and spectacular, that's what it is. As far as the game itself, um, it's not going to be replayed What the permutations may be and how it's going to affect the AFC playoff seating is kind of why. I don't want to say like it's kind of fun because there's nothing really fun associated with this guy almost losing his life. However, it's pretty interesting to kind of kick around exactly what may happen. So Bill's Bengals not going to be played. Week 18 is on. We still have two games on Saturday, uh, 430 affair in Vegas between the Raiders and the Chiefs which could affect the number one seed in the conference. Then we have the battle for the AFC South title Saturday night with Jags and Titans week 18 Sunday should carry on as planned. Patriots and bills are still scheduled to be played at 1 PM. We've not heard otherwise. And people have started speaking and it looks like they're going to be a full go at high Mark stadium. Yep. What kind of game we're going to get? We'll get to that in the preview portion of the podcast in just a couple of minutes, but what they do, if they have several teams that are close to, or, Deserving of the number one seed and where it can go from having a supercomputer run some sort of Nate Silver 538 uh, you know analysis slash uh, a DVOA machine, whatever you want to call it, that's going to decide. Like we'll give uh, we'll run Bengals Bills ten thousand times and we'll see which which team comes out ahead the most to decide how that game would have or should have gone is on the table potentially, or so it's been rumored. They may play the AFC championship, I think you said before we started the podcast, on a neutral site. Uh, I kind of like that a lot. I think that would be the only truly fair outcome of the Bills having a game stripped away from them, and the Bengals as well, and Kansas City laying claim to the idea like, well, we only lost three games and we won 14, so it's kind of fair that we get it. And I think everyone thinks it's going to be Kansas City-Buffalo or Cincinnati-Buffalo or Cincinnati-KC. Who wouldn't be up for a neutral site AFC championship?
2: Well, the first thing I thought of when I saw that idea and Indy was proposed because Indy's a central site. They host all kinds of events at last minute. You know, they do a big 10, big this big everything.
1: You've been there because you used to go to the combine all the time. I've been there before for work. Like there are a few areas better suited with bars and hotels and whatever else to be able to hold a neutral site game.
2: So I have a better area. So theoretically. The AFC title game would have been held in one of three sites that are potentially cold weather outdoor sites. Kansas mm-hmm. City can have weather. Certainly, Buffalo and Cincinnati all had a shot. This player, Demar Hamlin, is from the city of Pittsburgh. Why not hold it at Heinz Field and have it as a fundraiser? All ticket proceeds from the AFC Championship game between the Bills and the whoever go to Demar Hamlin.
1: Football. Wouldn't a football guy from a football city love to have a football championship yeah. decided in a real football environment.
2: And then friends, family supporters, community from where he's from can come out and get a chance to support in a different way. There. I think it'd be a really cool event. I think it'd be, you know a really what I really like
1: cool that you're doing right here. I like that you're workshopping something that you're going to bust out later on the rich Keefe show tonight on yep. the six rings podcast. I like Absolutely. that. I like that. One feeds one and one feeds. The wouldn't other, it be
2: no? cool? I mean, I think that would be, be a spectacular.
1: Cool Okay, the only reason why they wouldn't have it out... Oh God, no, they should. No, you know what? I'm in. A, Pittsburgh, if you've been, is an awesome... It's a Heinz Field, sorry. Acroshire Stadium at Heinz Field. Heinz Field to me. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, I still call it Shea. Fine, yeah. Um, Heinz Field is awesome. That's a great area for football. And that would be football weather, and it would just be like, it's an it's in all it's almost equidistant too for like buffalo cincinnati and kansas city kansas city might have to travel the furthest but like everyone would get equal representation it would kind of be like what we see in these college football playoffs where like both teams get cheered for i understand one team is going to lose the benefit of having played all season for the right to be able to have their fans in their stadium their beds their locker room etc but Unique circumstances call for unique responses, and this would be a unique answer to what has been a very unique problem for millions of people. I love it. I'm in. Now, anytime anyone asks me going forward now, that's what I'm going to say, and I might give you credit.
2: You won't. I've learned that (laughs) lesson.
1: (laughs) Back to the future. See, you know what's nice? What's nice is that after we get, we were all hoping for this update, not for our own personal selfish reasons, but we're allowed to hope just because we still want to be able to discuss week 18 and playoffs we're all looking forward to it in one of now officially the wonkiest season that any of us can remember now are you on board with the fact that this is the wonkiest nfl season ever
2: oh yeah 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 well especially i believe it's the third most teams still in playoff contention Mm -hmm. at this point in the year now Mm -hmm. one of the other ones was like a a strike shortened season i think in 82 but no it's it's been a really i mean hell the I don't even know what the total number is now. of. I know there were 64 starting quarterbacks, but there's more than that that have played. So we're upwards of 70 quarterbacks have played for their teams this year. And like, yeah, it's just, and, you know, maybe, maybe this was appropriate as, you know, remember when we used to talk about we returning to the norm, the new normal. Well, screw normal. Maybe we're just going to be abnormal for a while from year to year out of COVID and into this, like maybe abnormal is the new normal.
1: Here for it. Here for it, 100%. Most importantly, DeMar Hamlin is doing well. It looks like he has begun or at least taken the first step on what will likely be a long road to recovery for him, but like Mike Giardi spoke earlier of the father, Mario, doing a Zoom call with the Bills to try to allay some of their concerns and express gratitude and support for them. Now we get these further updates on DeMar Hamlin. He's doing well. Hopefully, Buffalo is able to prepare accordingly for what's a big game for them, and Looks like Patriots-Bills is going to be on as part of a huge, exciting Week 18. And now a lot of us can breathe a sigh of relief, uh, clench our hands in gratitude and prayer one more time, because there are people like Danny Kellington and the first responders at the stadium and the medical wizards at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And uh, tally-ho, carry on. Here we go. It's time for Week 18. And I, for one, for whatever the environment will be like, am looking forward to bills patriots and much more. And we'll get to that in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening everyone to six rings and football things. You can follow us at six rings pod rate, review, subscribe, share. We appreciate every minute you've given us over the course of this wild, wacky wonky season. Uh, It's great to be a part of this community. Thanks for sharing. And uh, we got some more fun podcasts coming up. So stay tuned.
3: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you.